0: Welcome to Diamond Healing Radio with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos, a powerful and extraordinary healer, best-selling author, and international scientist. Stay tuned to learn how to be vibrant and healthy at any age. Diamond Healing Radio is hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming channel. Take a slow, deep breath, then let it out slowly, become more relaxed and open to learn the latest on scientific healing from Anastasia and her guests. Be ready to feel and look better than you ever have before. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis with another episode of Diamond Healing Radio. Today I have a very special guest, good friend of mine, we've known each other for what, a couple of years now, and her name is Denise Gianosis. She is a a very special kind of healer. She combines 25 years experience in energy healing and psychology with simple practical solutions that educate, heal, and support your journey to true success. Her expertise is in healing emotional and spiritual relationships. Her extensive knowledge and education in metaphysics, expressive movement, Birth trauma resolution and the power of the spirit-body relationship gives her an empathic perspective that inspires confidence, passion, and meaning in the lives of her clients. With her wisdom and guidance, they become courageous and confident, sharing their unique gifts, communicating with love, and living vibrant lives divinely connected to their passion and purpose. Wow, that's a tall order. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, So, hi, Denise. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Anastasia. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. So, tell me a little bit about what got you started. When did you first become aware of your gifts, or that you were able to connect with people in the way that you do?
1: You know, that's a it's a big, uh, big answer, but I'll I'll whittle it down in our few minutes that we have here. I have been aware of something greater than myself since I was a small child and always kind of knew things with the observer in my family but I think it started when I was in high school and people would approach me and I would have these very long deep conversations with them about their relationships and somehow I just knew this information and that's when I really started to go okay something is here I have something
0: (laughs) So, did you gear your your whole life towards um, towards doing what you're doing? Did you start with this, or or did you transition into to doing this?
1: I have been. I started when I was 23. Officially, I took my first classes in metaphysics um, at a place in I think it was in Bellflower called the Ohm Center. And so, I was 23 years old when I began my quest and. Be, really began to wake up and realize that there's other people who think like I do too, which was great
0: yeah it, we we tend to be the oddballs in the groups,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of the conversations we have. I know that I had this um short no, but I had this thought this was part of what the turning point was that um and mind you, you know, I'm in my early twenties going do what early twenty year olds do and um I had this idea that if there's a Bible that describes the events of the earth and, you know, what's going on, then maybe somewhere there's a Bible for each individual. And later I learned about the Akashic records, but back then I didn't know what that was. I had I I had to look up the word metaphysics in the dictionary. <laughs> it, it was that new for me, you know. So that i went to my sister and said that about the bible and she said oh you've got to go talk to a friend and that who was taking classes at the ohm center so that's how i ended up there and started on that journey you know my mind was already thinking oh there's something so much more that we have yet to tap into or really understand
0: yeah that you you got lucky you were early i was 30 before i um, woke up to the fact that there was something greater and that we were connected in a very profound way to one another.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that, that that connection that we communicate all the time, because I, what, the thing that I would discover is I would say a sentence at the same time somebody else would be saying it. And after a while, we figured out that I was reading their thought patterns before, and so I could hear them before they opened their mouth.
1: <clears throat> yeah isn't that that's great i love those experiences too
0: yes exactly so um,
1: I'm, oh i was going to tell another story but um, yeah go ahead just real quick the other thing is when i was young i was um in eight i was eight we were up in seattle with my mom and my sister the whole family and we were walking through this park so when you said that about everything is connected and realizing that so at eight years old my mom was asking us you know what do you want to be when you grow up? And I saw these two people on the other side of the park, and they were picking flowers, because mm-hmm. it was mid-60s. And um, I said, I want to be a flower child. And, of course, my mother got upset. But, <laughs> but in my innocence, it was just that I knew they loved flowers. And I knew that that, that that purity of connection was with us and nature, even though I didn't have the words for that.
0: Yeah, and and so, now yeah. that and now that we know flowers, each flower carries its own kind of essence, essential energy, and they each do something for us. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean the. We bo- should
1: do a whole another call on flower essences. I would love that. That that <laughs> really quite something.
0: Yeah, it it sure is. So um you didn't you you recently I know that you recently transitioned your business. You were doing something else and now you're helping uh people become confident, and successful. So tell us a little bit about how you first determined how to add more love, passion and connection and fun to your own life and what challenges had you been experienced that motivated your quest.
1: Well, again, part of that began really young I mean my quest I used to I would joke with my students when I would be telling them about how I got to where I am was that I was exercising my right in the pursuit of happiness Um, I got into the healing arts and studying metaphysics and everything because I was very unhappy and I really didn't know how to to deal with life on a large scale even though I was successful, I was doing things, and all of that, but inside, I I felt empty, and I, like something was wrong with me, and oftentimes, many people feel like that, something's wrong with me, I don't have this, or this isn't working that way, because something's wrong, or I'm broken, and I had that, and so, getting into the healing arts was a lot about my own healing, and as I, as I grew into that, then I wanted to be able to return that favor to other people. And I'm here to be of service on this planet. So that was a natural progression for me. I started teaching other healers how to be, you know, healers or massage people and mostly how to be sensitive to energy and things like that. And then also um, worked with people privately to help them in their own personal life. And so going through through all of that. And my transition in the last few years was more personal. It did cause me to transition my business as well, but only really amp it and take it to another level because of the inner work that occurred for me during that transition.
0: And so, and so now you feel like you're doing what you were meant to do, your life's purpose?
1: I will say, I felt like I was doing my life purpose before, but something was held back. Mm -hmm. And that felt cleared as I went through my dark night. And now I feel very whole. And now I feel like, I don't even know, umpteen degrees stronger, if you will, or my frequency is that much more grounded as I come forward to work with people. And I just, I do, I love my work. I feel
0: very blessed to do what I do. Yes, I I know exactly what you mean. I think that we all have this thing that, you know, I spent 40 years doing something else, and the last 10 years of it, I had to drag myself to it, even though I was highly capable and, you know, it came very easy to me and I was very successful at it. It just didn't fulfill me in the way that it had in the beginning, but I had a family to support. So um and alone and so I I couldn't I didn't feel like I could quit and you know just throw in the towel. I I think I wasn't that brave. <laughs> and and now yeah. I, yeah, and now it's so great to be able to do this this awesome work. So can you share with us how you have built a happier life and filled the ability to connect with others as you live your dharma? Uh, we should probably explain what Dharma means and how do you personally infuse love into your work and personal life?
1: Well, um, you know, I, my life has become happier. The more I am working with myself, the more that I know what I'm capable of and that I can rise above, for instance, I'll give an example. Um, when I'm like frustrated with a family member or something like that, that's a simple kind of thing. So when I get frustrated, I usually will go inside myself because it's not about that person so much. It's not what they do to me or what I think they're doing to me. It's about my response to them. So I go inside and I sit with myself and I get in my heart about how do I really want to be with this person? What is the outcome that I want? And I'm always going for love. That's like my first thing. I want I want to feel love. I want them to know that I love them. And I want to know that I love them. And so that's where I go for it. and that helps me build my life happier and I keep growing and expanding and being more open to things and possibilities. And I and things change. Like that Versus me fighting with that person to get my way, which just creates more pain. So I feel much happier when I know that I've done my due diligence and brought love into the equation. If the other person wants to stay mad or be however they are, that's okay. I'll do what I need to do to take care of myself, and I'll let them know that. But I still am going to come from a place of love. That's my, that, that lights me up to speak yes that's for
0: me <laughs> uh, yeah i think we i think most of us that have come and walked this path and are at this point now have have do exactly what you're saying um you know i i also when somebody annoys me i sit there and i go what is it is what is it about me that i have that that person has that's really bothering me <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes, that too. That's another way to look at it, you know? Whatever it is, it's like what are they reflecting? We're all one here. What is it, what is what is that aspect of me reflecting back? You know?
0: Exactly.
1: And how and, and another call for compassion.
0: Exactly. Right? And to have compassion for yourself too. hmm
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so true.
0: That that's well, well a yeah. lot of people don't have enough compassion for themselves. They're always pointing outward and you know, I describe that the higher your vibration, the more you're internally driven. So the other people shouldn't bother you, you know, or they they won't bother you the higher your vibration because you're only thinking you're operating from your inner joy and happiness and the love that you have to offer and not things that they do.
1: Yes, right. right. You can look at it and just see the dance for what it is.
0: Yes. And, and, you know, like, you know, my mom passed two months ago, and I, uh, when I was younger, she could, she could annoy me like crazy. And we, uh, you know, she would, I would talk to her and she'd say like one little thing, and then I'd be upset over it for a month. And then after, after I turned 40, I, I saw it for what it was, and I stopped reacting to it. And I just thought, that's just her. It's okay. She can say whatever she wants. <laughs> she can. She still said the same things, but I just didn't react. <laughs> it was up to me to yeah. change. She's not going <laughs> to.
1: Right. And I think that that's, that's freedom.
0: Oh, it's wonderful. That's what
1: people are seeking when they're seeking freedom. I want to feel free. Well, guess yeah.
0: what? The chains are inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They. And I love that. The chains are inside. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's that being able to go inside and and deactivate our reactor, so to speak. Yeah,
0: yeah. we also can call it the shadow, your shadow side, the dark side.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and everybody yeah. wants to get rid of it. And I said, well, why? When the sun shines on something, there's a bright side and a dark side. You know, there's there's not much you can do about it.
1: Well, and, you know, I love to say this too, to people, the shadow, beautiful things grow in the shadow. Look at crystals.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know, some very, very beautiful things happen in the shadows. So it's, we never. the shadow has its place let's just put it that way
0: well it shadow actually has its place. It, it actually drives our purpose
1: mm-hmm yeah. yeah and oftentimes I and I love this phrase too um, you know your greatest strength shall be or your greatest weakness shall be your greatest strength
0: mm-hmm perfect
1: so when we do look in our shadow chances are what we put in there or what's hide, you know behind us there if you will is really what is our driving force to go out and do "quote unquote" our dharma, which is our purpose. Yes, that's what we're here to do. Our dharma is our service in the world. You know, so that you know that's the thing about the shadow too. It's a great place to mine what you're here for.
0: Yeah. So, so tell me about uh, some of the work that you do. Um, you uh, clients come to you. Why don't you give me an example of somebody that um came in was di- very distressed what her pro- what her or his problem was and and what the end result is so people can have a really good idea of what it is that you do
1: okay um so first of all I'd like to to use this this one I've been working with her for a little while now um she, we started working together because she had really low self-esteem. She was su- su- successful at her work, but she was very challenged with a coworker, and she was very um, introverted and and quite the perfectionist. So that caused some problems, and it also didn't allow her to really connect with people. She had some core wounds there around connection. And she really wanted to get into a relationship and get married. And so through our work together, little by little, she began to expand. Some of it is educational, what I do. It's helping people find a new perspective of their situation. So there's some educational understanding that takes place. And then some of it is also just energetic, Um, it's usually virtual, I don't have to see the person or have them be right in front of me, I could work with them wherever they are in the world and um, can help them make shifts and then give them let me rephrase this help them find really practical ways of going back into the world and recreating the scene so kind of like what we're talking about um, going inside to make the change. Mm-hmm. That's what I help them do and then say, well, maybe you could say it this way or tell them that way. So I'm teaching them to communicate with love. And, yes. all, you know, to get what they want and so forth.
0: Yeah, that, perfect, beautiful. So, yeah.
1: so, So I'm happy to say now she's in a relationship and now we're working with the next step of her being able to up the ante being in an intimate relationship.
0: Oh, beautiful. And yeah, so, so it's
1: been really, really nice.
0: So you, people, and I'm sure that people don't even recognize her anymore.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, she's making friends. She's just, it's been, she doesn't have any issues with a co-worker anymore. Yeah, there's,
0: yeah, and a lot, lot of times,
1: the love, mm-hmm.
0: right, and a lot of times the quote-unquote issues are usually a miscommunication. And having the inability to communicate because they're all emotionally tied up in knots is a, a very common problem.
1: Yeah, well, so much of it, you know, gosh, the big subject, but so much of it is early childhood conditioning. Uh huh. And, um, you know, we were talking earlier before the call about, you know, babies coming through and who's coming through. But there's the the dynamics of the mother and father along with the soul, the new soul that's coming in and how that gets imprinted into the baby, into the body through birth. And so there's those conditionings, and then there's the early childhood, you know, things that we, as as little ones, we kind of conclude, well, if this, then that. You know, this is going on, I don't feel good, that's not good. And then as we grow as adults, we're still operating on those same systems, those same beliefs.
0: Yes, I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah, so then being able to talk about that and understand some of those patterns that are at play, then a person can begin to change those patterns, very practically change those patterns. Oh, I'm in that pattern. Now that I can see it, I know I'm in it, so it can be changed, and it's it's phenomenal. I've I've worked with several hundred people, (laughs) hundreds of people, and also taught people how to do this, and it's really, really quite amazing. Yeah. It always it never ceases
0: to amaze me. Well, right. It's it's help helping create that inner dialogue that's uh very often missing. And a lot of us carry around shame and guilt, which is probably the worst thing that you can do because it what it does is it pulls you in so much that you don't want to see out. And um so once, once we eliminate all of that, a lot of times it relieves people so much that you can help them find solutions just like you're talking about.
1: Yeah, and that also reminds me of another client, and briefly that she wanted to improve her relationship with her son, that she had when she was pregnant with him, she wasn't sure she wanted to keep him, so she thought about abortion and she thought about adoption. And some of those characteristics were playing out as he was growing, and and they were communicating. And she also did have shame and guilt. So she would, you know, the child also can sense when a parent has sort of got reservations around certain things. They're holding this peace behind them or whatever. Don't look here because this is where I wasn't very nice to you kind of thing. Um, So working with her to help clear that within her psyche, then completely shifted the dynamic in her relationship with
0: her son. Yes, and I with my daughter being pregnant and both of us being uh highly intuitive and able to connect with a baby before it's born, it, it people you have to realize that babies are very aware while they're in the womb of exactly what's going yeah. on. You know, yeah. the the messages that have come through from from her from her fetus which is a male now from her fetus uh are just astonishing
1: yes and and how blessed he is to have the two of you you know (laughs) at least the two of you right to commune with and to know he's coming into a safe environment
0: yes exactly and he'll be able to be himself whatever that whatever shape that is
1: Yeah, and he'll he'll be human, too, so he's going to have dynamics like we all do, right? We all have our personalities.
0: (laughs) Uh, No no kidding. We all have
1: our things we're here to learn,
0: right? (laughs) Yeah, we have our tasks, and we lay them out ourselves. We're the ones that choose the wound. That's
1: right. That's right, we do.
0: Yeah, yeah, even though yeah. you think it's done to you, no, you choose it. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other. That's a whole other uh, radio show in itself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can you can kick and scream all you want, but and I did. While I was going through my dark night, I kicked and screamed. No, I. How could I have created this? But deep inside, I knew. I knew that it was part of my grand scheme
0: yeah and how i
1: was able to survive it
0: too right and then when you come out the other end and you look back and you go wow everything was laid out perfectly for me to be doing exactly what i'm doing right now and loving
1: it (laughs) yes 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 exactly exactly
0: so what's your personal favorite tip for ensuring that life and relationships continue to evolve and prosper so relationships are the number one cause of illness and the number one cause of health. So if you have healthy relationships, you'll be healthy. And if you have crappy relationships, you can be sure that you're going to have some of your own health health and energy challenges. So I think this is a really important topic. So what do you have to say?
1: <laughs> well, one, I would just add, to the relationship with yourself is equally as important as to when you're having relationships with other people and, and things and nature. So all of those are important for our health. And I would say my number one tip is always go for the win-win. So whenever you're in a challenging situation, bring love in. And how can I make this situation a win-win? How can they win and I win? How, how can we both benefit? And whenever I do that, magic happens. So that's the tip that I want to put on, and I will be happy to say more about that. But, yeah, Yeah.
0: always communicate
1: the win-win.
0: So give us an example of something like that. That That would help clarify what that means to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I'll go back to what I was saying. If you have a challenge with someone that knowing that they're probably struggling as much as you are. Mm -hmm. They're in pain, too. And so from that place, you can move into compassion and say, well, you know, I don't have to make them bad or hurt them more, and I don't want to feel bad. So if I'm going for a win-win, how would I talk with them? How would I want someone to talk to me in this situation? How would I want to be spoken to? And from there, letting yourself be vulnerable, which is usually the antithesis of what you want to do, what you want to do is attack. But being vulnerable and and saying, you know what, I love you, and this is really painful to be going through this with you. Or I'm really committed to us. If it's a workmate, you may not want to say I love you, but you might want to say I'm really committed to us finding the win-win here in our relationship. Will you help me do that?
0: Yeah, who can so, turn that down?
1: Right, exactly. Who can turn that down?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's... If that, you, to me,
1: is, like, the hottest tip.
0: Yeah, it really... I mean, who could ever turn down a request like that? Can you help me make this a win-win for both of us?
1: Yeah. Can you imagine if governments were doing that?
0: Oh, my God, that would be incredible, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We would, yeah, we would really, uh, we would really benefit from, from all of that for everything, whatever it is, business negotiations, you know, partnerships, mother, child, you know, siblings, every, every kind of imaginable relationship could benefit from just, you know, stopping, stop reacting and start acting.
1: Yes. And I think that's the other thing. Children are coming in so much more conscious much like your grandchild to be they're coming in so much more conscious and 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 likewise a lot of the new parents are very conscious yes which is in the generation than these generations so remembering that our children are teaching us as well that they can participate in how to make it a win-win for them too yes yeah
0: beautiful so I am setting up an a uh, web page on diamondhealingradio.com dot com forward slash denise and it's not spelled the usual way it's spelled d e n y c e denise so forward slash d n y c e. So you can find out more about uh, more about Denise and contact her if you wish. There'll be a a box to fill in your name and email address, and it'll send her a direct message so she can contact you. So thank you so much, Denise. That, this has been a very delightful experience, and I'm so glad you were on our show.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Anastasia. And yeah, the delight is right back at you. It's been really beautiful, and I'm and I feel
0: love and gratitude and with that uh, join us next week for another episode of Diamond Healing Radio this is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis see you next week thank you for joining us on Diamond Healing Radio hosted on the amazing Women of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming channel to learn more and get your free healing meditation go to diamondhealingradio.com And join us next week to hear more on how you can live a vibrant and healthy life using the fusion of science and energy healing. Until next week, remember to take a deep breath before you go about your day.